0: let's go let's go bring it in the fun since 91 you're listening to the nick major show live on adobe radio
1: what you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things i have ever heard Take it away, Tommy. Let's nail it like we did before. We just had our best rendition of this, so I have a feeling lightning is gonna strike twice. Let's do it, baby. Welcome to a brand new episode of the Nick Major Show right here on Adobe Radio. I'm your host, Nick Major. Got Tommy Wooldridge here. Hello. That wasn't that bad of a version. It was all right. But the the worst thing is that truly the last version that we did, because we haven't played this in a couple days, and then uh, so we're like, all right, let's do a quick run through before we, you know, hit the station, hit the show, and we killed it. (laughs) It was our best version ever. It was the literally, and right when we were done, I just looked at Tommy and I was like, well, that was the best version. That was the best take that we've ever had of it. Of course
0: we weren't rolling. Of
1: course, we had to screw it up a little bit here, but
0: um, I was just laughing thinking of how that even started with me just playing guitar in the office during work and then typical you, us and then you starting to sing. And yeah, then I before long, show.
1: we but then we we're like, wait, that's actually kind of catchy. We <laughs> should just play that tonight. And now we have probably played it so many damn times. Every <laughs> single one. I'm out of key. I, I go flat. My voice cracks. It's just But it's, when you're
0: not on air. It's beautiful. Every I'll single time. That.
1: That's come on. He means it, you guys, I get that pressure. I get the nerves. But yes, by the way, we are pre-recorded today. I do want to confirm that I got family coming into town and, uh, I just got to get out of here and see them today, but I will be tweeting along while the show is broadcasting. So be sure to tweet out using that hashtag, the Nick Major show so we can all be chatting along with each other. But Tommy, my nose piercing is once again. Screwed up.
0: What else This happens every few
1: weeks, I feel like. I got this thing pierced so long ago. It's my third time getting my nose pierced in the same spot. So (laughs) if you look at it, there's like a little slit above it, and it looks like— It's a bit red. And it looks like, oh, God, I hope it doesn't stay red, but it looks a little bit like it got pulled, and it tore downwards, and it looks like a scar there. But that's because from when I first got it pierced, and then I went to get it a second time when I took it out, I told the girl, I was like, put it in the same spot, and she put it just below it, so it just made the scar look like it was a little longer. And then uh, this latest one I got, because uh, then I took it out again, and then the other guy put it in, and he did the same thing. So it just keeps sliding on down. So before long, next time I go to get a pierce, they're going to miss my nose entirely, yeah. and I'm not even going to have a piercing. But it sucks. I don't get why. I've, I've had it for so long, but every few weeks, literally, something happens. It irritates it. It reopens it up, and it sucks. And right now is one of those times. You've never had any piercings, right?
0: No. I always wanted my lip pierced in I got, high school.
1: I did get my lip pierced when I was seven. 17, my mom came to the piercing shop with me uh, to get it because she had to sign off for it. And it was actually just after I graduated high school. Oh, but I graduated?
0: Do- you were 17?
1: When I graduated high school? Yeah. yeah, my birthday's in July, so I turned 18 the July uh, after high school. Oh. So I was actually always a little younger. Yeah, I was like on the younger end of, of high school. But I remember when I told my mom I was going to do it, which I was about to be 18 anyway, so it didn't really matter. Screw you, mom. Yeah, but I was like, I'm only going to leave it in for the summer and then I'll take it out. And I had it in for like five years or something <laughs> like
0: that. But I will say that it, was the lip piercing. Yeah. How old were you when you got the your first your first nose piercing? Uh 20 something. Oh, okay. So that was like long after. That was
1: once I lived in LA. Actually, I took my n- n- lip ring out and then I got my nose pierced cuz I was like I need something in my face. But I just felt like I was a little uh too Old? Uh, not for anyone else. They don't get out their lip piercing, I guess. That sounded mean. But I I, uh, I just felt like I had outgrown a lip piercing. That's the wording I was looking for. Mm. But also, I cannot deny that the teeth on this side of my mouth, they do feel, they will forever, obviously, teeth don't grow back, I don't think. <laughs> but I kind of wore them down a little bit because yeah. I used to just subconsciously bite on the lip ring. You and, still uh, feel it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like with your tongue. Uh, when I compare like this the teeth over here with the yeah. teeth over there, I'm like, well, that's from a lip ring, or it's from me obsessively as a kid always biting off soda can lids. Which I didn't know about I,
0: until I just <laughs> two did it once,
1: ago. Mom. If you're listening, I haven't done that in like over 10 years, but I happened to do it at the office the and other day. He
0: does it every week.
1: Just unannounced, Tommy was like in the middle of doing whatever work, and then I was just grinding the cap off of a the top off of like a metal soda can. You're like, what the hell are you doing? Blew Tommy's mind. <laughs> and it also broke my teeth more. Not really, yeah. mom. I'm sorry. And yes, I'll go to the dentist soon to make sure that my teeth are taken care of. Do you go to the
0: dentist often? Every 6 months. Every 6
1: months. Good yeah. man. You're on top boy. of it. You're a good boy, but you uh I do you floss every day? No. Do you only floss like when you know I, you're going to be going to the dentist? I uh,
0: Yes, because that that was my idea for your TikTok. Remember? They, oh, did you come up with that TikTok idea? <laughs> yeah, that's why you put my picture on the calendar. Oh yeah! <laughs> <laughs>
1: and that was a that was actually one of my favorite loops of yeah. all time. But that's before my TikTok really blew up, mm. and I loved that loop because it was literally uh, what did I? I think I, I used a oh I, I used like a flashback. Like it was the dentist yeah, flossing yeah, my yeah. teeth, which was me, and then uh, it was the flashback to like, oh god, I go to the dentist next week, so I better floss every
0: day. I just went to the dentist, I think last week or the week before, and as I was on the way to the dentist, I was like, oh shit, I haven't flossed for the last week. Did it bleed when they flossed it? <laughs> Not, uh, I don't know. I guess I didn't really see, but she didn't say. She said like, you you take care of your teeth as you're so. swallowing
1: mouthfuls of blood. Yeah, <laughs> you're
0: like, <"Ugh, laughs>
1: but uh, I do because uh, I, I I will throughout the year. Like there'll be a phase. I'm like, for two months, I'm so good about flossing. Yeah. And then it just falls off. But definitely the times where I do it the most is like the two weeks before I have to go to the dentist oh, yeah. and I have like gums of steel. And then they like <laughs> check it and then they're just like, dude, you do a really good job flossing. Yeah, this and I'm like, psych, got you, which I should do. I mean, it's good. It helps your teeth not rot. It helps yeah. break away the buildup between your teeth that can create cavities. But mm-hmm. it's so time consuming. Yeah. And just not something that I to uh, It's boring. Look to doing. Yeah. Flossing's
0: it's bo- boring. It's boring. When's
1: the last time you got a physical?
0: Uh, a week and a half ago.
1: Okay, never but mind. You are that, on top of your just everything.
0: I went to the dentist and the doctor the same day. When was
1: the last time you got surgery on your penis?
0: <laughs> last summer. <laughs> In July.
1: Tommy got penis enlargement surgery. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh. No,
0: penis sh- shrink- Reduction. Sh-
1: yeah, reduction. Shrinkage. Shrinkage. <laughs> Shrinkage surgery. But you got a physical last week. Yeah. I have not in years. I think but last not, night it was just out but of Oh, wait. School.
0: What is the physical? It's when like, like... they
1: check your pee pee and like, they're like, cough for me to see if there's anything uh, popping up. Yeah, they the... didn't do that. Okay. Which I think we're at really a good age range to not yet, but it's getting to be that time where it's like, all right, it's time to do it again. Yeah. Let's go ahead and get that thing taken care of. And uh, yeah, good stuff. Love it all. Love it all, everybody. So we are just thriving. Go to the
0: doctor. Go to the and, doctor
1: for it. Don't go to this, what well, was his name? Ted, the guy in the van around the corner. He <laughs> said, hey, Nick, I'll give you a physical. So I went in there. Turns out he wasn't a licensed doctor. And what happened? I can't even speak about it now because there's a a pending lawsuit. (laughs) Tommy and I today, by the way, everybody, we on the Adobe Twitter and Instagram posted a a reshare of our TikTok that we made because we have decided we're going to go all in to the Adobe TikTok using my experience on TikTok, which um, has been... A lot of fun. I actually just finally, for the first time in months, I've, I feel like I'm getting that spark to want to get back into TikTok. And, and last week, for actually, for, uh, since last year, I told Tommy about this concept I had for a TikTok about going to the gas station, and the gas price just keeps going up on the pump, and then you freak out. And um, I just never made it. The, the reason I had never made it was because I knew that I was going to have to add a special effect of the gas pump, the, the screen on it, the price is going up, 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 up. Mm-hmm. And I knew... That was going to be some painstaking work. But last week, as gas prices shot up around the country, I was like, okay, now it's time. time to do this. So I went and filmed it. If you go to my uh, my TikTok, it's also on my Twitter and Instagram, but my TikTok is nick.major. Twitter and Instagram is nick underscore major. You can see the TikTok video there, and it's literally just me going to the gas station, and as I'm filling up, the gas price goes into the hundreds and hundreds, which, by the way, I came across a TikTok of a guy who drives like a tour bus size RV, or maybe it was, I think it was actually a tour bus. And then he was filling it up to show how expensive it was. Yeah. And uh, it was actually like $915 or something like that.
0: Like recently since gas has been crazy. And so that's what it cost. It was 80 bucks for me the other day. Yeah.
1: Mine was as well. Mine was $80 the other day. And I was like, damn. This is a
0: crazy world.
1: But so Tommy and I, we went to a gas station to film this TikTok. (laughs) And it's a gas station I go to a lot because it's the cheapest gas station and there's usually not many people there. But of course, in these trying times, the cheapest <laughs> Gas Station is getting the, the most popular gas station in L.A. So we go there. Every single uh, it was pump. Like, it was like a music festival. Has lines of cars there. <laughs> it, it looked like I was like you were going through the border to Mexico. Just like the number of cars that were like lined up. And so we in front of this uh, full lot had to rudely take over one of the gas pumps while there was literally people waiting behind us to film. We had to. I had to, by law, record this TikTok. But what was so uh, embarrassing for me is when we pulled up to do it, a guy on a motorcycle parked right behind us. (laughs) Like If it was in a car, it would have even been better. But he was in a motorcycle, so he could open up his helmet and shout out to me. And he was just like, how long are you guys going to take? And I yeah. was like, okay, we're going to take like two minutes. So if you watch that video, and actually I do have a behind-the-scenes clip of that moment happening on my Twitter if you go there. So you can see when I'm talking to the guy on the motorcycle and he, telling him how long it's going to take.
0: He, he seemed nice about it. Yeah, though. he
1: was nice. And we were quick. We yeah. we filmed that, like I said, like two That's minutes. What, and we I took think, two minutes.
0: I feel like, yeah, maybe even, you might have even been less it than two minutes, may have been like a minute. But, uh. Yeah, he could have legitimately been asking because I was like, if we said 10 minutes, okay, I'm going to go to a different pump. Or like,
1: you guys, come on, you're at a gas pump. Yeah. Like, people are trying to use this thing. And then so if you watch the video, I'm like screaming my head off at it. But I actually at no point was I actually screaming out loud because mm-hmm. I didn't want to do that in a gas station. So I just recorded every single bit of audio or at least downloaded other parts. But I every single piece of audio you hear in that was added after. But that was a good one to do. But back to what I was saying, Tommy and I, we started posting TikToks last week on the Adobe TikTok. And Back, uh, check it out. Yeah, the and so you can go to Adobe Radio on TikTok. And the first one popped off for like 30,000 views on it, like 3,000 something likes on it. And it's mm-hmm. it was just great to see. And so we put up two follow-ups to it. And we just on the Adobe Twitter and Instagram posted the first one that we had put up. So you can go check that out. And the premise is just the types of people that you see at every concert. Very relatable and especially as the world is opening back up, we're going to be at concerts and it's people that throughout the years I have just come to see and not necessarily be fond of when I go to <laughs> And concerts. we actually
0: saw a lot of these people at when we went to see Oliver Tree and Angels and Airways. Oh
1: yeah, we did experience a lot of these. Because people. I
0: had the person cutting in front of me and trying to fight me. Uh
1: huh. And then I was the tall person because I'm incredibly tall, <laughs> so I just get in yep. everybody's way, standing in front. No, of actually, me. the other Nick that we met at Oliver Tree, he was very tall.
0: Oh yeah, that that guy, guy was a
1: damn tree. That, that was,
0: and he was actually trying to fight people.
1: Yeah. So I think if you go back uh, two weeks ago, three weeks ago, we had our episode recapping the Oliver Tree show that we went to, and we just broke down that whole night um, in depth. So that was uh, a lot of good stuff. Tommy, should we jump over to a box office breakdown, chat about the top performing movies from over the weekend? It's one of my favorite things to do. And uh, let's get into it. So number one over this past weekend, the second week that it was number one, is The Batman starring Robert Pattinson. Tommy checked that movie out on its opening weekend. Quite good. You told us about it last week. Katie LeClaire was on the show last week as well. It was Madison Myers. All, uh, well, uh, Katie, you can catch her every morning on the Brett Davern show. And then Maddie, she used to work over here at Adobe. So it was just a great little round table of fun to get everybody back together Tom was here as well as he Paul? talked about Batman and Paul, the mortgage guy, and uh, which was fun. <laughs> that was great. But Batman brought in an additional sixty-six point five million dollars in the U.S. on its one hundred eighty-five to two hundred million dollar budget. It has now worldwide brought in four hundred seventy-two million dollars. So it's officially profitable, baby, because it hit that four hundred million mark, which is surpassing double the budget. And that means that the movie is doing well, which I'm happy about. I, I will always say, like, I really like Robert Pattinson as an actor, mm-hmm. and uh, his, his first performance that I saw. That I guess I. I really liked him in was good time back in 2016 oh, yeah. or 17 the safty brothers made that which also i think is funny because the uh the safty brothers they did uncut gems and like the most popular one of the most popular tiktok <laughs> or just viral clips in the past few weeks has been the girl talking about how um she was josh shaft S- josh safty's muse in uncut jams, uncut jams and she's just been blowing up ever since then but yeah. i loved robert pattinson in that film I went to a Q&A of that film when there was a screening of it down in Hollywood. Oh, sweet. And one of the Safdie brothers was there. It's actually, I think it was Josh Safdie and then Selena Gomez was the host of it. So that was, like, really cool to see in person. But, mm-hmm. yeah, so that movie, again, it's brought in uh, $66 million. This past weekend, $472 million total on its 185 to $200 million budget. So good for them. Robert Pattinson said if the film flopped at the box office, he would do porn. <laughs> and that has not been the case. So a lot of people are disappointed. are disappointed in that. But I love people saying, we knew it. Finally, Robert Pattinson, he became a bat. He always said he couldn't be a bat when he was a vampire in Twilight. (laughs) Turns out he's literally Batman. Number two at the box office, which has been up in the top of the charts for a while now, was Uncharted, starring Tom Holland Mm. and Mark Wahlberg. Based off of the hugely successful PlayStation video game franchise, it brought in an additional $9.3 million on its $120 million budget. This thing has now worldwide brought in $302 million, so it's actually done really well in the box office. And I credit that all... I think at least a large, large part to Tom Holland. Yeah. Uncharted is a huge video game series, but I don't think that necessarily always translates to box office success. Yeah. And it doesn't get that amazing of reviews either. Did you see it? I forget. No. And I I have a feeling it'd be a pretty typical action movie. I I know, like, if I I went in there thinking what to expect, I would be like, that's what I expected. Not my kind of movie. Yeah. But Tom Holland right now is just a box office king with Spider-Man and then going on to do this. So I'm sure everyone is happy at uh, the studio with that. Number four, which uh, I didn't even... Or, sorry, number three, which I didn't even know was a movie. Um, I think it was just kind of like a viewing experience, but it still came in at number three, was BTS, Permission to Dance on Stage, Whoa. Seoul, the live viewing, which I'm guessing was just a live show of BTS performing. Yeah. It brought in $6.6 6 million, $6.8 million. Dang. So good for them. Yeah. I mean, that's awesome. I can only imagine that in South Korea, which is, by the way, so Seoul is in South Korea. I'm guessing that's where... The uh, it took place clearly but I'm sure the box office numbers there were even crazier Yeah, so uh, good for them I don't have box office or worldwide figures for that one but coming in at number four is Dog the Shannon Tatum film that brought in 5.2 million dollars on it's 15 million dollar
0: budget that looks it super now- cheesy and I wanna see it ok so you haven't seen it yet no I think it got pretty decent reviews maybe yeah. And Channing Tatum co directed it? Yep, I think. that's right. He co directed
1: it. And so, worldwide on its $15 million budget, it has brought in $54.6 million. So the movie actually. Hey-oh. Has done pretty well. It's a pretty small budget in comparison to some of the uh, other ones we've mentioned today because Uncharted was 120 million, mm. uh, Batman was 185 to 200 million. So to bring in 54.6 million on your $15 million budget, that is not too bad at all. So uh, those are your top four films for over the weekend. Again, we got the Batman, Uncharted, the BTS concert experience film, and Dog. Tommy, did you check out anything? Have you watched streamed anything, any Netflix stuff, any movie theater stuff over the I weekend? I did go
0: to the movies. What did you I check saw, out this weekend? I think it's pronounced Serrano. Serrano. The, oh, the one with Peter Dinklage, yes, Peter Dinklage where he S- plays Cyrano. a man. Serrano. Because it's Serrano de Bergerac, which I remember. Whoa.
1: I remember reading that in high school.
0: So, yeah, I didn't know. It. So it's a it's a play or a like a book? Shakespeare type thing.
1: I don't. But, maybe it's not Shakespeare, but it's like from that era of of just like yeah. iconic, legendary plays that have been around for hundreds of years.
0: Right before going into the movie, though, one of my friends said, "Oh yeah, this is based on a book or whatever it is." Um, and so it's the same one that Roxanne from the eighties, I think, was based oh, on. Oh, with the with big Steve nose Martin. with yeah. Steve yeah. Martin. Yeah, yeah. And the yeah, original story is just about a guy who's embarrassed because of his huge nose. nose. I
1: think we. W- so I'm guessing in high school, we watched the Steve Martin one. And then oh. I think we read Cyrano de Bergerac after. And I found it all to be
0: incredibly boring. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. So I thought that was a cool way of doing it of like, oh, and so this guy with the big nose has had Peter Dinklage and he's embarrassed of his uh, his height. Oh, is um, that what the twist of it yeah, was? So that's what oh, it is. It's that's like, cool. He's in love with the girl, but he's like, she would never love me. How could she love me? Um, but it was uh, the I thought the trailers looked made it look so weird. I was like, "Is this a is this a musical or not? Is this super cheesy or what?" But I thought it was pretty good. There was, was it even, a musical? Yeah, there's okay. there's musical. There's I didn't know until the credits that the all the music was written by two of the guys from the National. Do I, don't, I don't know if the National. Oh, they have like they sing really deep and low, Um, similar okay. to how I talk. They had a great song called "Blood Buzz." Ohio. How does it go? Come on, give me that blood, I'm buzz. On a blood buzz. Yes, I am. Let's I, play the national. But by the way, so song.
1: Cyrano, it was a $30 million budget. Yep. It's brought in $5 million. Oh, so that is at least a $25 that, million dollar loss for the studio. It
0: does look like a hard movie to... Very niche market. Yeah, very niche. And then Peter... It was better than I expected.
1: Peter Dinklage himself has been in enough hot water by the uh, the dwarf community because... Oh, I
0: just... Yeah.
1: Because when Disney, which I think we talked about on the show a couple weeks ago, but Peter Dinklage came out with this scathing statement about how... how or he was on a podcast. He was being interviewed about yeah. this scathing... A segment where he was talking about how messed up it is that Disney, with their live action remake of Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs, they're catching they're casting dwarfs, and that's so uh, disrespectful. Yeah. And they need to move on from that. And Disney put out a statement saying, like. We're no longer going to be doing that. We're looking yeah. at alternate options of how to move forward with the project, and we're consulting with uh, like the the dwarf community to see what the appropriate response is to this. And then a bunch of dwarf actors came out and said, "What? The Hold hell? on, Peter Dinklage, you are the most successful dwarf of all time. It's easy for you to sit back yeah. and say you can't do this. You can't typecast." Which he himself he played an elf. He was an elf in that. Yeah. He played a uh, he played a dwarf in uh, Game of Thrones. His character, like that's just oh, yeah. who he was supposed to be. So in his own career, he has played quote unquote stereotypical roles, but he's also sent interviews like it's always been important for him to not take on those roles. But the 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 community that came after him after his Disney comics, they were pretty much saying, like, Tommy, go on. Looks like you're about to say something. Well, I,
0: I was just thinking, now that I'm thinking about it, and I was even before you said this, I don't think he mentions his height at all in the movie. He just says some things to the effect of, How could she love me? How could she love a disfigured and it's, it's, man? A, and but he never says anything about being a dwarf or being short or anything. But
1: that's because the story of Cyrano de Bergerac is yes. he has a physical difference that sets him apart to keep the love of his life from loving him. Uh huh. so
0: and also, I read after the movie that apparently he and the the other lead who plays Roxanne, Haley Bennett, they both did a stage play version of this in like 2018. Oh, okay. So I think that the two of them. Must have been really good in this play, and then they're like, Oh, let's just make this a movie.
1: But also, at the same time, though, isn't that him taking on a character that's focusing on his height rather than making him, uh, then not referencing the yeah. fact that his height might be less than some people? That's literally the role. I, I
0: can, I can see both sides of it, so I don't even know because I can see what he means of this is like derogatory towards the dwarf community, but then I also see the dwarf community saying what the hell dude you just cut some huge is what roles they and they said a lot of us are going to be typecast we yeah. know that
1: we love to act we want to act and we realize that many of the roles that are going to come our way that we are able to get are roles that are cut out for someone of our physical stature yeah especially with something like snow white and the seven dwarfs which i will say i do not have any ground to comment on this i feel like yeah because i am not a person with dwarfism But to see their response, it made sense to me in regards to you're already in competitive industry in an industry where you are cast for your physical looks and for your physical attributes. So then for him to make his comments and for Disney to come out and more or less say, you're right, we're not going to do this anymore. Mm -hmm. Um, We're going to move forward in another way. Imagine if they get average sized people and they CGI them and make them smaller.
0: wouldn't that be the
1: worst thing ever
0: if they're like this was our solution yeah that would be terrible and i have no idea what they're gonna do literally just making it look worse and taking roles from from dwarfs just to to literally
1: still just make people smaller so i have no idea what they're gonna do with that but um i know that there was a number of people a number of actors in that community that were like hold on buddy you you've had a great career we get that we we also want the opportunity to have a great career but some of us have to get roles like this to to be able to make a name for ourselves, to I'm
0: be th- able to work. I'm thinking of the scene in I think it was one of the Jackass 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 point fives where me we man's in a bar and uh and a fight breaks out. And then <laughs> all,
1: all the all the dwarves <laughs> run in and stuff. Yeah. That that's a funny moment. We got to take a break though, guys. Um, Yeah, time's flying by. So I'll talk about this more when we get back, but my good friend, Mothica, you can check out my interview with her from a number of months back over at youtube.com slash idobi I-D-O-B-I. She stopped by here in the studios for a video chat over in our uh, video studio and Tommy filmed it. I did the interview. Mothica, she's so incredibly talented. She's become a really good friend of mine. Her birthday was this past weekend and uh, she had a birthday party on Friday that I went to but also on Friday, she released her brand new music video for the song Sensitive. And what is really unique and cool about this is the entire thing was shot on film, which is yeah. very uncommon nowadays because everything is digital. And when you shoot stuff on film, it's very unforgiving, it's very expensive, and it just adds a whole lot of stress to it, So I would recommend going to YouTube, type in Mothica and uh, Sensitive to watch the song. She killed it. Her her first song video to feature any choreography, this girl named Penny that I know, she did the choreography for it. So this is the track Sensitive. It's off of her upcoming album, and I think it's great. I think this girl is so talented. She's playing so many festivals coming up this year. Her career really blew up during the pandemic. So uh, we just played. If you're listening to the podcast version, you won't have heard it, but if you're listening to the podcast. Uh, area to the area to the version that's broadcasting on adobe we just played a track from mothica called sensitive it's off of her uh well it's from her brand new music video it's her brand new single and they as i was saying before the break they filmed the whole thing on film which was really cool awesome music video but it was her birthday on friday and uh she went to this like awesome like mansion that uh this chick who like writes uh, a bunch of pop hits for like Katy Perry and so many of like the biggest songs. It's one of her houses, uh, and Malvika knows her. One, so yeah, so she she hooked her up with the house, cool. and it was it was a, it was really dope. the The theme was Cheese Core, which I didn't know what that was. I had never heard either. And so she just told me emo people eating cheese, and I was like, all right, cool. So I ordered a black shirt with a picture of a block of cheese on it. looked incredible. The best thing was I got to bring Frankie to the party because her dog Earl was there. So Frankie, at the time of her life, she was in a mansion with like 70 people. Every time I'd go and look for her, she was in someone else's lap just living life. And <laughs> Frankie's
0: a party animal. She's a
1: party dog. She's a, she's a party girl. And uh, my favorite thing, though, was I couldn't find her when I was trying to leave. And then I was like, has anyone seen a scruffy dog? And then <laughs> like I looked up And she was just slowly walking down the spiral staircase towards me. And I hadn't even (laughs) gone up. I didn't. At any point, I didn't go upstairs. But I was like, what the hell is Frankie doing? Just running around upstairs, checking out the house. Cool. And she loved it. She She had the the best time. She had
0: her own night separate Mm -hmm. from yours. Oh, yeah.
1: And Mothica, so she's very open about her IBS, her irritable bowel syndrome, (laughs) Mm -hmm. and why dairy products aren't the best for her to eat. But uh, she was texting me about the party. And then she told me about the cheese core. And I was like, Are you sure cheese is a good idea for IBS? And she's like, IBS doesn't exist on my birthday. And I was like, <laughs> Okay. So, so did
0: she eat a bunch of cheese?
1: I don't know if she did, but they turned an entire kitchen counter into a shark charcuterie board. Is that the right way to pronounce it? Charcuterie. Char- I think it's char-cucci. charcuterie.
0: Charcuterie. Charcuterie?
1: <laughs> Not charcuterie, <laughs> Tommy. It's not charcuterie,
0: I think it's charcuterie.
1: Charcuterie, so they turned the entire kitchen counter into that, and it was incredible. It's like actually beautiful, and uh, it was rad. She she played the music video for all of us there. A lot of cool people, some friends were there as well, which was dope. Sage Weber, uh, a good drummer, uh, amazing drummer in this scene who I interviewed last year on Zoom. Oh, yeah, he stopped by. <clears throat> he, when I saw him, he was like, Wait, I'm confused. Is your tattoo real on your arm? Cause I saw it in some pictures and I thought it was fake, but like <laughs> it's still there. And I was it's like, uh, No, that's real. And then he was like, You what? You got a, you just got a sleeve all of a sudden? And I was like, "I was right, boy. Yeah, that's, that's right. right boy. So she had a magician there. And I actually told Tommy this story earlier. But uh, it was embarrassing for me because she had a magician. She asked me beforehand, do you know any magicians? And I know Tommy in the past, he'd mentioned randomly offhandedly, he's like this magician guy. Yeah. Turns out you haven't talked to him in years, so whatever. But she got a magician there to do tricks for all of us, and he he called on me in front of the house to um, come up and pick a card. So I picked the card, and he was like, show it to the crowd, don't show it to me, put it back in the pile. And then so he did that. I showed it to the crowd nice and dramatic, and then I put it in the pile. And then he was like, all right, let me guess if this was your card, and that's right to stop. And I was like, wait, sir, I didn't look at the card <laughs> i just showed it to the crowd and then he was like oh, okay did anybody else see what the card was and everyone else was like yes <laughs> so then he did the rest of the trick i had no idea if it was the right card so even at the end i looked around everyone and i was like was that the card was that the- oh it was okay cool. but uh yeah that was ridiculous i haven't been to a good magic show in a minute though i don't uh, know like a mind-blowing magic show that i've been to in a long
0: time i love magic i mean it's so, not real but yeah, it is. I'm
1: kidding. Of course it's real. Yeah. But it was a My fun... dad would
0: take me to magic shows as a kid. So that's like a little memory it... that you have. Yeah. A core memory. I still love them. One thing I've never understood when people say they're afraid of clowns. Like
1: yep. I feel like that's such a trendy thing for so many people to say, but like when especially when you're kids, but now adults still say it. Like I'll come across people my age oh, and they're yeah. like, Oh, I hate clowns. They're so scary. And I'm like, I don't believe you.
0: I don't get it either. I don't actually. believe you.
1: I just don't believe in like well, oh, I grew up watching it and I was like, Okay. Yeah. So like you know that it's some guy who's just this is his day job and that <laughs> scares you. I
0: feel like the scariest clown is the guy in a uh, Airbud. I've never seen Airbud.
1: What? Oh. Maybe maybe when
0: I was a little bag, little kid. The bad guy is a is like a day a day job clown. Sounds exciting. And he's just mean. No, it sounds great.
1: So, uh, he tries to steal the dog? Let's get a damn clown in here and, uh, yeah. Just really turn things up exciting here at Adobe. We'll hire a full time clown for the front desk. So, anytime somebody walks in here, <laughs> boom, you got a clown. <laughs> and then somebody leaves, full time clown. You got yourself a clown. Another thing last week that happened was set it off. They released their, uh, brand new CD, they had a CD release party for it that I went to in uh, in downtown. So that was cool. Stoked for those guys. It was charting high on the iTunes charts. We chatted about it, Cody and I. So you can check it out at youtube.com slash A few months back, he was out here before the Welcome to Elsewhere tour, and that is the uh, the album that they just dropped a couple days ago. So Wearing YouTube, the
0: best sweater ever.
1: Oh, yeah, his Target sweater, that watermelon color, the pink and green with his pink yeah. hair. So if you head over to youtube.com slash not only can you check out my interview from a couple months back, with Mavica, but you can also see him on with Cody, where we chatted about the new album. And now it's here, which is awesome. They just wrapped up their tour that they were on with uh, As It Is. No love for the middle child, who recently did a session for us over here at the Adobe Studios. Did
0: we release that session? Which one?
1: Uh, No Love for the Middle Child? Yes. We released that session, so you can check it out. Very talented. He has a song with Cody. I think it's called Old, and uh, they're just an old people makeup the entire time. So so that's a good one. A big story that actually spooky broke for me a couple weeks back was that Taco Bell was bringing back their damn nacho fries, and it is true. I've gotten them three times in the past four days, and I'm going to be getting them again (laughs) tonight. Oh, wait. No, actually, three times in the (sighs) past three days. No, so I got them on Saturday because <laughs> Gabby and I we watched the new uh, Pixar film, Turning oh, yeah. Red. Yeah, yeah, we watched that, which I could chat about, I guess. Yeah. Um, but uh, so we got them then, and then I got them on Sunday. Oh no, three out of the last four days, and then I got them on Sunday. Didn't get them yesterday because I'm a good boy. <clears throat> I did get them
0: over the weekend Oh, wait, no, as well. I did get them yesterday. <laughs> oh! No, I lied. So I've,
1: <laughs> I had nacho fries from Taco Bell on Saturday, Sunday, Monday, and I'm without question getting them today again because it has been a busy, hectic week. It is only Tuesday, and I just need some sort of taste bud satisfaction to get me through the day. Yeah. But, dude, these damn nacho fries from Taco Bell, they, they just hit different. They never get old. They hit different and I it's the cheese it's the fries no it's the fries too specifically the great seasoning they put on the fries because one time Damon and I we went to Taco Bell not long before they were closing uh, for the night we both got orders of fries we went back to his place and we opened up the bag both of our orders were unseasoned And it was what? so depressing. How could what? It was ridiculous. And Did like they, so they run just out and go naked. to McDonald's. I swear to God, they were just so ready to close. They're like, we don't care, whatever. Because there's no so way weird. they could, unless they misheard the order. Yeah. Because I mean, the, the, no those seasoning. Fries, no, because they're like they're like they're like red with seasoning when you look yeah. at them. And they gave it to us, and it just looked like Burger King fries. What? And they tasted. They wasn't salt on them. I'm so confused. <clears> oh <throat> no, yeah, I was that? confused, and my heart was broken. Yeah. But they didn't lose me as a customer because I still go back and pay their bills multiple times a week. But, man, I love those nacho fries. And shout out to Spooky for letting me know about them because now that they're here, it's my one excuse to not go back to dieting because I just can't. When those are here, I'm like, well, if I don't get them today, they could be gone tomorrow. So I got to enjoy them a final time. So I'll be hitting there after this. I can't wait. Tommy, go ahead. Get yourself some nacho fries from Taco Mm -hmm. Bell. Uh, What's your favorite fast food restaurant?
0: Taco Bell. Oh, he's mine too. And I worked at Taco Bell. Did you? Oh yeah. What was it like working at Taco Bell? You don't want to know. Hit no, me it with was, it. It was my first job ever. I wow. was 17 and I worked there with my two best friends, Taylor and Adam, who you've met. Taylor. Did you have a lot of shifts together? Uh yeah. So I would like pick up Adam on the way there because he I don't think he could even drive yet when we first started. Dude, would you it's weird that you can get a job at sixteen. And you it's can, not, yeah, that feels young you now, not You cannot know how to drive and be working. Well, I mean, you can do that um, at any age. But they put me in the drive through which I hated. <clears throat> Why? Why did you hate the drive through It was which, so stressful. I've never worked a you,
1: uh, fast food job, so I don't I, know what it's like.
0: I hated it. I mean, it gave me so much anxiety because you have to be taking orders, typing in the orders on the computer while you're taking money from someone else and then ch- giving them change and doing all that. And grabbing the orders and and you' and people are pissed at you if you know you give you give an order and something's missing. then it's like, "Oh, what the hell, why didn't you check? The customers and the other workers. You need to check and make sure everything was there. The amount
1: of times Taco Bell, by the way, forgets my cheese roll-ups and my chips. Oh, yeah. I'm just like, ugh. But
0: I never and get mad at them. It's because the cheese roll-ups go in a separate, like, I guess you would call it a steamer. Yeah. So it's very easy to put it in there and then be putting everything else in a bag. And you just and then forget not- about it? Yeah. And you're
1: like, oh, I forgot to open that up and take I, it out. Because
0: I feel like me, I go to Taco Bell hotel, uh Taco Bell too and they'll fic, forget like a quesadilla or something and I'm like oh it's because it was in the freaking steamer and, and they didn't see it. <laughs> so you have inside knowledge um, as to why. And, and you have to do drinks <clears throat> at the same time. and so, so it's just like a you're constantly circling. I just do, turning I do watch them do
1: the drinks though and they just set it there and it automatically fills up. And I don't know if yeah, they had that when yeah. you were doing it. Yep, they did. But does it know the size of cup that gets put in there?
0: Uh or ooh, that's a good question. Because I see them do it, and they're, when they just put I the drink there, and I'm like, it filled up to the perfect line! It I, didn't overflow, and it's, it's done. done! I think it just fills to the small and then bigger drinks. You have to, like, do it again. No, you don't. I swear. <sighs> I watch it I every remember. time now. when I, I'm there, like, every day. Like, they must
1: think I'm so unhealthy at Taco Bell because they're like, <laughs> oh, Nick's here again, guys. I don't know. I Wait, can't remember. What was your song again? What song? The Taco Bell song that we're going to sing when we go there next time to order the cheesy... <laughs> I, I
0: want a nacho bel grande. Hey! I sang that go, last week. We I don't know why.
2: He wants a nacho Bell grande. <laughs>
1: We got to do a whole song with that. Yeah, Although we'll that it. fat has passed, where you sing into the thing. Tommy and I, we were talking, and Tommy was like, "Yeah, they'd probably get like offended now. Like,
0: leave those workers alone. If you, you're go, being mean to them. Yeah, if you go to the drive-through and do a little rap or a song for your order. Oh yeah, but that didn't, um, that didn't turn
1: you. Away. I feel like when a lot of people work no. at fast food places, yes. they're like, mm, I couldn't so eat that after a while. My,
0: my best friend Taylor, who also worked there, after we stopped working there, he was like, I'm not eating that shit. That's disgusting. I was like, Yeah, it is still good. <laughs> I still ate it and eat it. All the time. I had but to skin now, the
1: humans that they used for that beef, and it was still good.
0: That was probably—I guess that was 14 years ago that I worked there, and the last— Don't say it like that. I know. I know. But it took about ten years, but now Taylor eats it all the time again. How can it, you not? He forgot after ten years. What was
1: so? What did he think so, was gross about it? For him to say, I "I've mean, never eaten that again."
0: I mean the the meat, the taco meat. Uh-huh. It just comes in frozen. You bricks. couldn't tell me anything that I wouldn't expect. Yes, like for a fast I mean, food there place- was some gross like employee things, mainly with um. So one time I went <laughs> in the bathroom and a customer had pooped in the urinal. So there was just a turd in the urinal. Common mistake. They're both right next to each other. One of my friends, not... One of my best friends, but he was one of my friends at the time through working at Taco Bell. He grabbed the turd and then chased me around the lobby of the restaurant with this Oh, my God. And I was like, dude, no, this isn't funny. What the hell is wrong with your friend? And he ran around. I mean, we were 16, 17. It's so weird thinking back. It's like these are not people you want handling food. But that is still, I think he he was wearing gloves. Mm, that's <laughs> nice. That reminds me. So on Friday
1: at the Set It Off uh, album release party, there was a bathroom there. And I posted about this on my Instagram story if anybody saw it. But like when I went into the bathroom, a guy was walking out. And then so I just made a dumb comment at him. I was like, oh, you oh. warmed the seat up for me, buddy. Good man. And he looked at me like I was an idiot. He's like, who the hell are you and why are you trying to make small talk with me?
0: I wonder if he actually pooped and then he was. I don't know because I mad. walked in
1: there. And it was just a completely open, single-room bathroom. One person uses it at a time. But the weirdest thing was there was two toilets right next to each other. Like, it was like a single-use bathroom that just had, for no reason, two toilets (laughs) right next to each other. Not urinals. No, just two toilets. And one of them— that I had used earlier that night was just gushing water out of it, and I was oh. like, "Oh, homeboy, what did you do in here?" <laughs> so then, naturally, I go and pee in the other toilet, which doesn't flush. I was like, "This bathroom's a shit show." Oh my god! No. But then I notice how much water is on the floor from the flooding toilet, and it's going out the bathroom door oh. into the hallway of the party. Oh. So I find Cody. I've uh, set it off, and I'm like, "Hey, Cody, the toilet is flooding in the bathroom, and there's water all over the place." And he's like, "Oh my god." So he runs in there and shuts the water He's off. He's like,
0: it was me. Yeah. was oh, so like Cody's he the one who shut it yeah, off. Yeah, so
1: Cody ran in there and twisted the knob down by the toilet to shut it off. And I was like, okay, you're a good man. I should have done that, but uh, thank you very much. So he went and did that, and then we find tape, and we tape off the bathroom. But uh, I just was reminded of that with your poop story that yeah. you came up with from um, working stories. at Taco Bell.
0: But that was, it didn't deter me from eating Taco Bell. It just deterred me from being friends with that You kid. would have to show me, and I remember
1: sometime, like, one time someone tried to send me articles about Taco Bell to gross me out because I eat it so much. You're not going to gross me out Like, if I'm eating Taco Bell, you're not going to gross me out. And they tried to say— I
0: can't—there weren't really that many. That one was really bad, but there weren't that many bad stories. Well, one thing someone tried to tell me is
1: like, oh, they use horse meat. And I was like, that's a lie. And then so I went and looked on Twitter, and I guess like in—I don't remember. It was in some European country that they did test positive some of their meat for horse meat. Huh. But I knew that wasn't in the U.S. even before they said it to me. And even if it was, it still tastes good.
0: So I don't care. <laughs> it still tastes like taco But also well. at the same
1: time, if I'm eating a damn cow, which is like the same physical stature of a horse, and I know that in our heads, <laughs> it's weird to think about eating a horse. Yeah. But I'm like, listen, how picky? You're going to tell me you're not going to eat at a place? like, And I know that's weird. And I'm not going to go out of my way to order a goddamn horse I off of a menu. I like, you
0: said, they have the same stature. Right, so though? Do they it. not? If there's
1: an animal that is like resembling a horse, I would say a cow. And then- <laughs> <laughs> and and, and that is literally the way it is, and that's where I was like, if that's what's going to disgust you so much about a place, maybe you should reconsider eating meat because like that that's pretty on par.
0: Yeah, and then, then you just become a vegetarian.
1: And the, the argument from there, I guess, could go to like eating dogs and eating humans, not yeah. really humans, but like tch, yes, humans. and of course, of course, and when there's hardcore vegetarians and vegans, they say it's the same as eating a dog, the same as eating this. And I totally get where you're coming from. Yeah, you're killing a live animal. Yeah, that sucks. Either way, they taste good, but um. Uh, <laughs> But Taco Bell, yeah, I, I love it, and their Baja Blast. Baja,
0: Baja. I, I've said also to my best friend. I think in the in the probably distant future, everyone will be ve- vegan or not vegetarian. Not my lifetime, not me. Uh, yeah, not in our lifetimes, but I think at some point everyone will eat and it'll be a thing maybe where, in
1: like these industrialized first world countries people, but not in countries where they have to rely on farming.
0: people will look back on meat eating and think, "Oh my god, that's so weird that our great great grandparents used to eat animals." I don't think you know? so. You don't I think, think we're always okay, well, going to eat meat. My best friend also thinks no, but I'm like, "Really? I think Yeah, I just said no. I think I think it'll be one of those things that I don't think so. Maybe 500 years from now. I don't know. You think humans are going to be alive in 500 years from now? And have enough, have figured out where they can get enough We're going protein.
1: to have blown ourselves up by the time yeah, 500 uh, years comes. Calm down. Calm That's down. Global warming is on the, on the way to take us all out anyway. I was just reminded of another Taco Bell story of mine when I was Ooh. once with Bryce at like a North Hollywood Taco Bell and this woman ran past. She ran. She came to the front door. She was not a paying customer, but she ran past us into the bathroom and she started pulling her and she was like a bigger woman, not cute at all. That was mean to say. She was not my type at all. What the heck? That's what I should say. That was really mean. That came off very rude. I apologize. That was insensitive and just rude of me those and I can say that. Should,
0: those two things were not connected they
1: but she ran past us um, and then she starts pulling her pants down even before she gets into the bathroom and she Ooh. has her butt out her naked butt is out as she slams the door and me and Bryce happened to both be facing the bathroom it was like a janky Taco Bell to where like the table we sat at didn't have chairs on the uh, one side of the table only on one side so we were both facing the bathroom and then we just looked at each other and we were like what <laughs> the hell bro and she's in there for like 10 minutes or so and then she comes out and leaves the door open and talk about Hello. a smell oh, no. oh, and it was oh, the worst no. thing ever. We stopped eating. And we were mm. like, "Let's just get uh, let's get out of here. This isn't very fun. But I do love me my Taco Bell. Even that, you see, I'm <laughs> telling you, you can throw anything my way uh, from Taco Bell. The worst experiences, the best experiences, nothing will stop me from going. I'm
0: still gonna to T-Bell. eat it, and
1: I'll be heading there right when I get off of this show tonight, and I can't wait.
0: Yeah, all these stories are making me want some nacho fries.
1: Oh yeah, nacho fries, baby. Here we go. I'm coming in hot with those bad boys. You worked any other uh, fast food jobs? Because I never did. I only no. worked retail, and you were talking about like the how hectic it was when like, you were like on the window oh. drive through because you had to do the orders. You had to be doing money. You had to be typing stuff in it because i worked at a hot topic and uh whenever we had to do cashier stuff there even i'd get like when it was really busy it'd be nerve-wracking because yeah. it was like one customer is the change correct blah 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 yeah. and i remember one time i was like my register was like 40 dollars off because i gave someone 40 dollars too much change and i knew it happened oh. when it happened and like i was always like screw that lady because she knew she just pocketed stupid money Off of, like, a sale that, like, I think I gave her back her total, like, when I thought I was putting change in, and then so they counted, like, my register, my boss, and he was like, you're $40 under, and then I was like, oh, no, and that's enough to get a write-up over, Yeah, and then I didn't want to get written up, so he let me take 40 of my own dollars and put it in the register <laughs> to not get it written up Jeez. and I was just like oh, okay we'll we'll forget about that one in hindsight I should have just said whatever hot topic you make enough money you'll yeah, live they're fine you'll live hot topic and then they brought me out to be in their fashion shows and my videos used to play in every hot topic Ooh. store which was funny so I'd be looking up at work and I'd be like there's me walking down the catwalk everybody how do you like that stuff so what I don't that know. was cool
0: you did fashion shows mm-hmm, for hot topic.
1: What? Yeah. So like Hot Topic, like I always hit it off with like the people from headquarters because yeah. we, we were there. Uh, we were a big store for them because it's the Hollywood location. And so like we'd have all the oh, artists yeah. come there for signings. And I think I've told these stories before, but like one time we had Paramore come in there. And while we were doing it, we'd have to give everyone wristbands. And the way you'd get a wristband is like it'd be like come to Hot Topic, buy their new CD and a shirt and you get a wristband to come to their meet and greet. Oh, yeah. So we had Paramore once in there. And... uh I think this was the Paramore one. There was two incidences. One was for, I, we had like a data remember, We had Paramore, a lot of big names. For one of those shows, someone came in with a fake wristband. And what they had done was they scanned their friends. And then they drew with a highlighter, like a bright neon yellow to try to get in. And I was the one cutting the wristbands that day. So I caught the wristband and I was just like, no, you have to leave. This is a printed out, like very poor attempt at a wristband. And so they were embarrassed. They left. <laughs> and then afterwards, um... And all the wristbands, whenever we cut them off, we threw them in the trash can. And then afterwards, once it was done, I saw this girl, the girl who I had caught with the fake wristband, she was talking to my manager saying how I kicked her out of the meet and greet. What? And she had a wristband. And then my, my manager, Johnny, who I still love that guy to this day, he was just like, hey, Nick, come over here really quick. Uh, wh- what did you say he kicked you? Yeah. I gave him a wristband, or I had a wristband, and then he told me it was fake, so he kicked me out of the show, blah, 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 blah. She was trying to get, like, she went to my manager to get me in trouble. Yeah. But this one wristband I put in my pocket because I was going to oh. show to my employees when it was done, or to my coworkers. I was going to be like, look at what this girl tried to do. And I was like, Johnny— I actually have in my pocket the wristband she gave me. And then I remember he took it and he just looked at it and he was like, oh, no, <laughs> no. And then that girl, she just oh. looked at us, and she didn't say a word. She just walked out. That is amazing. And then I was like, screw you. You are a, not only did you try to fake to get in, but you tried to get me in trouble with my boss.
0: Yeah. To
1: say I kicked you out of an event for having a fake, ri- for, for whatever reason. And then I had the wristband.
0: I wish I could see video of that. It was so good. It's amazing.
1: Then I know for sure this one was the Haley Williams one. It was So security would always come and work these when we had bigger names. And some big guy all of a sudden, from a distance, he starts running into the store when I was working the door, and I knew he was trying to like run through to do something, I don't know, to do something to Haley or whatever. Yeah. And then, like, security just watches him. And then I run and tackled this guy what? to the ground. And we had the head people of Hot Topic were in the store Whoa. when it happened. And they all saw me do that. And then they could not believe it. And I remember the mall security, they had to take me to their offices to fill out an incident report yeah. about what happened, about what I saw. And all, like, the higher-ups from Hot Topic were like, oh, my God, This Nick.
0: kid is, to, is willing to put his life on the line They're for like, Hot Topic. They
1: were like, you're not supposed to do this. But we appreciate it. Because security didn't either. Because I I don't know if security is not supposed to touch people. But then I'm like, what the hell is security there for? Especially when there's big names like Haley Williams in there. Uh And then ever since then, even since before then, because we always just hit it off well. Like, they just liked when they interacted with me, the Hot Topic people. So multiple times, they had me drive out to their headquarters, which is in the city of industry. I don't know if you know where that is. So that's where the Hot Topic headquarters are. And then they would do fashion shows to show off their new lines there. (laughs) And then they'd bring me to be one of the guy models. And then we'd do like a catwalk. (laughs) In front of like a bunch of people. Is this
0: long-haired Nick?
1: Uh, yeah, but I had to always slick my hair back for it, uh-huh. and I was like, God, I hope my hairline looks okay. And I was like, <laughs> Don't make me look bald, you guys. <laughs> so then they would like, make me look ridiculous, but I'd put on their outfits for like their new seasons, and then it would be playing all the hot topics. So I'd be at work, and I'd look up, and I would just see me going down the catwalk, and I was just like, Hey, there I am. That is so fine. Uh, those were my retail days. Those were my my minimum wage jobs. You had Taco Bell. I had Hot Topic. But then even after. They got a kick out of seeing me pop off on Warp Tour and work with AP because mm-hmm. they knew me as Nick from uh, Hot Topic. And then they would even tell me, they're like, we wish we did more with you when you were a part of Hot Topic because we yeah. always really liked you. And I was like, oh, thank you, guys. I appreciate that. That's really nice. And then Hot Topic on Warp Tour, every year they used to do a, a hot minute with an artist. And then they, oh, maybe AP did the hot minute. I don't remember.
0: When you were in high school, or maybe for you, early high school, because for me, Hot Topic was scary. Oh, I loved it. I was scared I've always of Hot been to like, the edgy
1: or darker weird it's, stuff.
0: W- it's way different now. But now back it is. Then, I was it used so... to be the, the
1: metal gates on the door. Oh, yeah. If you remember that. And, like, yes. like the, and that's what Hot Topics looked like. I
0: was scared to go in. I was like, oh, my God. I'm gonna I go loved in it because I thought it was cool bullied. and edgy. Or, I was like, ah,
1: there's screaming music in there.
0: But really looking back, the, the kids going in there are the kids that are different and feel like they're the how ones. I honestly he, felt. He, yeah. I was just like, this is the cool. Outsiders. This is my style.
1: And so every year on Hot Top and Warp Tour, Hot Topic, they would always do these hot minutes. I don't think I don't think it was hot minutes. I think hot minutes were AP, but it may very well have been hot minutes. Regardless, they always do them with artists and just ask them questions and then they'd have them answer it. And then I I used to watch them on YouTube during Warp Tour. And then the people from the video department of Hot Topic, I got to know them because they always came out to film stuff at the Hot Topic Hollywood. And they're the ones, well, they were some of the ones that were always like, it's so fun to see what you're doing now. And then so like they reached out to me over email when I was on Warp Tour and they're like, hey, would you want to do like one of our hot minutes so that we could chat with you? And I just thought that was so dope because I was like, that's so wild. And so I did it. It's on Hot Topic's YouTube to this day. <laughs> and then I was just like, that's so wild that I'm, uh, it was a very full circle
0: moment. Yeah. We're done though. The show is done, Tommy. It's full circle for me whenever I just go eat Taco Bell. Wow, (laughs) this is full circle Full
1: circle, I'm back Tommy, go ahead, pick up that guitar, play us out Because that is the wrap of another show Thank you all so much for tuning in, tweeting along Hope you had a fantastic time listening I'm once again Nick Major Here with Tommy Woldridge Tune in next week to the Nick Major Show will be back here on Tuesday, 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific Check out our latest TikTok over on the Adobe TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram But for now, here we go